This is a bad idea. Bad idea. This is your afternoon tonic. This is your afternoon. This is your afternoon tonic. This is your afternoon tonic. Hey man, will you just carry me around today? Like you're Anthony Edges, like running up in your arms. That's it. They took dibs on everything. This is your afternoon tonic. This is your afternoon so tonic. <laughs> Cheers. Salute. Salute. I haven't opened mine yet. Oh, what are you drinking? That looks fun. So I have to go to work. So yeah. I'm indulging in the lesser vice of chocolate almond juice. Ooh, yeah. almond juice. I like that you call it almond juice. Uh, you know, I want to be fair to all the vegans out there. This is almond juice. <laughs> you know, let's, let's stop these games. Right. I think milk has to come out of a out of a boob. Right. So. <laughs> That's an old Lewis Black joke, too. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's almond juice, dude. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is almond but, juice. You're right. Well, what are you having? <laughs> uh, mine is uh, from Tupps Brewery, just like last oh. last week. Nice. Uh, Hella Hopped West Coast Style IPA. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So, they don't want the culture, but they want the beer. Yep. Okay. We're just gonna be picky and choosy. All right. Okay. Like I like the hops idea, but none of that progressivism. Right. Is, keep is this feel, is this threatening to you? You feel like if you want the you want the beer, you get you get the culture. You know, it, it's kind of like maybe it's like that uh, pecorino cheese, man. There's a lot of imitations, but if you want the real deal, it's gotta come from the area. So what what is the real deal? Oh, it's gotta be authentic, bro. We've talked about this authenticity. What is authentic West Coast? <laughs> There is, I, Can you describe it? I cannot. I don't know what that <laughs> is. I have no idea. Uh, dude, this whole... Dude, I've been thinking about all this stuff more and more. Like, like culture is not even real, dude. It's really uh, not. What do you mean not it's not real. real? It's real to the individual, but there is no collective culture. I don't believe in it. Especially at this point in globalization, there's not. It's like saying, I'm American. Like, what does that, does that even mean? Oh, I believe right. American. All right, values. all right. I support Let, American values. All right, let's let's flesh this out. American let's flesh values? this out in a second. There are no such things. There is no such thing. Uh, it's just whatever you're into, dude. All right. That's well, all. here, here. I'll I'll. Uh, what? What? Did you do the intro yet? No. <laughs> so this, this is your afternoon intro. tonic. I have an IPA. Brother Nate has almond juice, chocolate almond juice, which sounds chocolate pretty yummy, juice. actually. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, so this is your afternoon tonic with Sap and Claw Elixir. We are Sap and Claw Elixir. I'm Anthony Calkins in Austin, Texas. And this is Brother Nate <laughs> from Long Beach, California. That's right. Yep. <sighs> so. I wonder if the beach was longer before they put all those docks on it, man. You know where they unload all those boats that they're still trying to unload? I wonder, <sighs> I wonder if the beach was longer before... Mm, well because that maybe because that section has all those like man-made islands and stuff in it too Mm. so wait wait go back to what you were saying so you don't believe in culture you don't believe it's real i i believe it's 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 like a false identity is what i'm going to say now because every if we if we're all individuals Uh right saying that we're part of a larger group we're kind of compromising the self then to some degree so the like a, well, hang on, hang on. It was, okay, all right. So let, let's let's go back to what we did last week with Rosie's question. What do you okay. mean by culture? Culture, this idea that we have shared values, shared customs, right? 
like i think that that idea is deteriorating i think that we had cultures more before right but because of globalization right so you're saying culture is shared values or customs within a group yeah Uh, and you think that doesn't exist i think that it's deteriorating yeah and that we it doesn't really exist now as it's like uh spoken of yeah Hmm. so you think there aren't like mexican traditions or korean traditions or anything like that well what what are those traditions give me an example foods holidays uh, celebrations so 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 foods like family structures what so what's the food like like i'm saying cultural foods are just the foods that were available to the area right well but that's not necessarily true because different groups can live in a similar area and come up with different foods like greek food is different from italian food yeah but there's also similarities yeah of course so right. it's re- it's related to the food that's available but different cultural groups will use those but available i don't see anything about food different. that says like oh this is uniquely like this is uniquely mexican or uniquely korean what does that mean what uh uniquely mexican or, well, i think that cultures uh the boundaries on cultures are blurred i don't think that there are strict boundaries on culture but mm-hmm. there are certain things that are mexican that are not available in korean cuisine and there are certain things that they use in korean cuisine that they don't use in mexican cuisine they're not they're but that's not necessarily culture isn't that just a geographic location of like what they have available still though like not necessarily i I can think okay fine but but that's why i said italian and greek so you have Mm -hmm. italian food and greek food it's a venn diagram there is overlap but there's also stark differences yeah but i'm saying you're gonna find people i'm but if we're gonna use that example right like they say both these guys are wanting to make some like rosemary chicken and they're gonna Mm -hmm. saute it and some olive oil, right? right? That seems like something that you could probably find in both locales, right? Right, maybe but they're... they both have access to wheat, right? But Italian yeah. food focuses much, much more on pasta, and Greek food focuses much, much more on flatbreads. Yeah, so, so you're, but that's what I'm saying. They're still like just... So they're arms. using the ingredients differently. They're preparing differently. a starch, right? Right, but... Every... So how's that... How's that different? Like, because it, I, I how is a say, pita like, different than a pasta? Well, well, kind of. Everything's a sandwich, right? We talked about this. <laughs> <right? laughs> you get a hot dog, you, or not a hot dog? You get a meatball sub, or you get a plate of spaghetti <laughs> with meatballs. It's just deconstructed or constructed in a different way. Okay, I don't know. Like, because like I want to say like even like the idea of like preserving food, right? Like fermentation is not mm-hmm. unique to any society or culture. That's practiced everywhere right well but there are societies and cultures that don't use it much but that's because of their climate because of uh, the accessibility of food well it could be because of lots of things i think i think there's an issue with saying that uh things are universal because i think things tend to be less universal than we think they are and i used to get into arguments about music uh on the same topic where people would say things like triads are universal or fifths or octaves Mm-mm. They're not. They're who says that? Not. Who says uh, that? People who like to argue that the tonal system is the most natural of all musical systems. That it makes no sense at all. It, 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 isn't the tonal system one of the most restrictive systems? Like, it's great for hierarchy and like certain well, creative constructions. I mean, I don't know if it's the most restrictive because the, the one, one thing you can do in the tonal system is you can modulate to 12 different, uh, 12 same but different musical structures. But you're leaving out all those like, like, uh, like, smaller than a half step notes yeah yeah it's true so there's all sorts of different systems that organize music in different ways yeah 
Um, but that it's the same thing with food. So there's all sorts of uh, cuisines that organize food in different ways. Um, it isn't like chili peppers are uh, used in all cuisines, but they're used in many cuisines around the world. But that's also where they grow. Right. Of course. Like, yeah, yeah like, it, it's true. And so some some uh, some groups of people cultivate uh, livestock, uh, like cows and pigs, and some don't. And so you'll have different meats in different parts of the world, too. Of course, that that's definitely true. But what they choose to do with those chili peppers is different in different places. I think that most people eat them, though. Right, but how they're used in cooking? Are they put directly in the food? Are they pickled? Are they see? That's what I'm saying. I don't see how that's. But, but so you could argue like the the practice, but they're still consuming the food. And I'm pretty sure any culture that pickles one thing, like some people pickle others as well. Right. Right. I guess I'm not I'm not understanding what you're saying when you're saying that there is no such thing as culture, or that I agree that that the lines between cultures is blurring due to globalization. That is definitely true. But it doesn't mean that there aren't distinct practices still. Like, they speak a different language in Korea than they do in Germany. Yeah, sure. Sure. So uh, you can say there's, like, maybe you can say, like, there's, like, tendencies towards communication patterns, right? Right, but language is also just, there's a certain number of morphemes, there's a certain number of sounds we can make with our mouths, right? Okay. And so then different groups of people combine those sounds in different ways to form meaning. Yeah, but they're just different sounds. Like the meaning is what matters more than the sound. Right, but, but different cultures have different relationships to meaning on different things too. But again, we, we, but to say culture is to say that a group assumes these same ideals. I just don't see that as possible. So you, that, do you think that the people in Germany have all the same ideals as the people in Korea? No. So there's a distinction there. I don't think, but I don't think that anyone in Germany has all the same ideals. I don't think if you... No, no, but not all the same. But culture is not about two people being exactly identical. Culture is about uh, a statistical trend. But you're also, you also have to agree on what, what is the, like, what is the meaning? Like, so like, let's say you have a ritual, like uh, Mm -hmm. celebrating a birthday, Mm -hmm. right? Like, does everyone want to go to like celebrate the birthday for the same reason? Right, I'm saying like everyone's using that uh that ritual for different for different uh purposes, right? Maybe someone's coming to say hi because that's their friend and they want to celebrate a day with them. So maybe right. someone is coming to uh manipulate a social standing. Sure. Right? Maybe someone is coming to wreck the party because like they're mad at a, a fellow like I'm saying like people can uh use the ritual for whatever meaning they have for it. And are you saying that then the ritual it- doesn't exist because people are using it differently. Well, it can exist, but I'm saying the the what it's causing, even what it's like the purpose and what it's causing and manifesting, like it's going to be a, a, definitely according to the individual. Right. So if it's an individual experience, right? I guess what I'm saying is like, like I would only accept the notion of culture if like everyone agrees to it and participates for the same reason. Why? Because it's a different reason. Well, because I don't know, because then we're... Why, so this is, this is where I was asking you the definition of culture. So it seems like you're saying the definition of culture is a thing that everybody agrees to the same reason why they're doing it. Which then I agree, it's not, it's not really a meaningful idea. Well, because I, when, I hear, when I hear people talk about culture, it's like, oh, this is my background, it's my heritage, like, this is how we interact. And it seems mm-hmm. like, it's like a, it can be used as kind of like a, a, like a 
like a you know like if you have your your rain gutters and you like you just want to catch all the water and shove it into one place it's just like this catch-all like term to be like oh well this is how i interact as part of my culture right mm -hmm. where it's more of like saying it's like it's a lack of assumption of true self-identity right right that's what i'm saying well i think like there's the true a true self isn't part of the culture like the, they impact the culture they're part of it maybe right but the, like this idea of culture is like still like a made-up notion isn't it like it like but every every idea is a made-up idea it's culture so they, is a way of describing a certain thing culture is a way of describing uh broad tr uh statistical trends in populations what like what trends how how can you measure like if you go to germany culture? they speak german not every individual in Germany speaks German and not every individual uses the language of German for the same reasons. But if you're going to Germany, a good idea of a language to learn sure, would be okay. German. But are you saying then, though, that a German speaker has a different ideology, a different thought process, a different rubrics to like... Well, no, no, no. I'm not like... even... I'm not talking about any of that. I'm saying a, a statistical trend. So if you are going to the country called Germany... The statistical trend there is that they speak German, okay. generally speaking. That's it. So that would be a, that's a cultural artifact. So that's one piece of culture. You could also say, if you're in Germany, they tend to prefer these kinds of beers. That doesn't mean that every individual does. And that doesn't mean that every store there only sells those kinds of beers. It's just a general preference. Just like if you go to Wisconsin, they eat a lot of cheese curds and brats. And if you go to Texas, they eat a lot of tacos and fajitas and stuff. It's not, it's not every individual. You don't, you don't believe that? I do. You know what, you know what I'm thinking part of the problem with this is, is mm -hmm. that like I've traveled right. a little bit, not mm -hmm. as much as other people, but I've traveled a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. I've been to Asia, I've been to Europe, mm -hmm. right? And I'm by no means an expert. I don't claim any authority. I'm just like under this, like this, this notion that, like there's nothing inherent right to make people act or behave a certain way right so the fact that they like those beers right like right. isn't that just because like someone else made it well i'm also not saying that this is make? baked into their dna i'm saying these are behaviors i think it's just because i live in la man maybe it's because like <laughs> no i'm serious because like like what is culture here like i'm serious like uh, uh -huh. it, it, it seems to me like dude like he's like people like the food's already so mis mixed up, mm -hmm. right? The food's mixed up. The music is getting mixed up. The races are getting mixed up, right? Excuse me. So like when I look and I say here, what's the culture? Like, like you, like a oh, West Coast IPA. Oh, that's right. mine. That's where I live. <laughs> well, what's the culture of the West Coast? I don't right. even know, man. Well, it's not, there isn't a the culture. There are the... So there, then I get it. But if there isn't a the culture, if you can't say that this whole group or this whole area assumes this identity of culture, right? And agrees mm -hmm. to it, right? Because this is what's funny. You could say like there are these different subgroups, right? Mm -hmm. You could say that there are people uh, like maybe there's a different culture in Long Beach, for example, than the Valley, yep. right? But then if you said, oh, but we're all from Southern California, Dude, if you took the sample size and, and mm -hmm. had however many questions you want, the more questions you have, the more diverse of answer you're going to get as far as like, of course, you know, like political I, values, religious mm -hmm. values, moral values, whatever you want to have it be, whatever. Be aesthetic because be. I would say that Southern California is a is a very culturally diverse place. Com it just has a lot of individuals. Mm, OK, no. 
No, there's Koreatown, there's Thai Town. There, there, there are groupings of people based on certain trends. Yes, it does have a lot of individuals. Everywhere has a lot of individuals. Mm, I'm saying, man, the, like this was like before I even moved here, man. I came down by the Cal State LB uh -huh. and uh, and got this this people these Koreans making burritos, okay, uh -huh. and they put like kimchi in it. Right, but Yogi, but of course like... cultures mix when they live next to each other. So but I'm like Tokyo like... has way more individuals than LA by a lot. Where does Tokyo? But it's has more in individuals. Individuals. Like it's a much it much bigger pop? city. Right, right okay. has a larger pot. There's way more individuals there, but it's also yeah. less culturally diverse than Southern California is. Also, you're right. Southern California does have a lot. I know what you're saying. I, I I agree with you, and I think there's there's issues because borders don't make a culture. California isn't a culture. Germany also isn't a culture. Korea isn't a culture. Mexico isn't a culture. A group so of people. So it's just the people who, expressing themselves and their rituals and the customs they agree to. What? That's all it is, right? Well, it, so like, here, here. How about this? I, I've said this before. Culture is the stories we tell ourselves about ourselves. Okay. Right. And so if, if you go to, um, I don't know, if, if you go to Methodist churches in Southern California, mm -hmm. there's going to be uh, similarities to how they practice, how they preach, how they interface with each other, which will be different from Episcopalian churches in New England. Well, what are the, how, see, I, I don't like making, I want to agree with you based off the fact that I know that they're separate sects, right? Like they're different groups, right? But I mm -hmm. don't know about their actual practices. And what I want to say is like, man, like they're probably pretty similar actually. Okay. All right. What, what if we ways. say Buddhist temples versus Lutheran churches? Okay. Do you think they're still probably pretty similar? There's going to be similar aspects. Right. But what is, to, what is accounting for those differences? The ideology behind it, I would say. Mm -hmm. And do you think that the groups of people in the Lutheran church have broadly a different ideology than the groups of people in the Buddhist temple? So, it, Like you could it, characterize it might, the people in the Lutheran church probably believe but, in things about the Bible, about Jesus. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like I see that as like a fragment of the individual. Right. Right, right. What I I'm agree, but ideology is, that, is another is another uh, can be another cultural artifact. So language, you can have a group of people who speak the same language. You can have a group of people who believe the same thing or something similar, and then they can relate to each other based on that belief. So here's the stories we tell about ourselves. I believe in Jesus. This person believes in Jesus, or something like that. So now we can relate to each other through that story. That's culture. Or I speak English, this person speaks English. So we can relate to each other through that cultural artifact. Mm. It's our relation to each other. It isn't that these people aren't individuals. They're definitely individuals. And, and Christianity isn't the totality of their individuality. It's how they're relating to those other people. Yeah. I'm not buying it completely yet because I'm yeah. just like I want to say like I just don't like, understand what you're what you're not buying. Do you not agree that, that that people relate to each other through language or through ideology? No, they. I think they do. I think they do. It feels like you're 
you're using a different definition of culture or something. That's the maybe I the, am the, the hook. Maybe I'm talking about something else. Crux. Well, I'm, I'm not saying I'm using the right one. I'm saying that it, it feels like well, what I'm not sure what you're not buying. I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this is the problem with words and definitions, mm-hmm. right? Is I can say, yeah, that's what I mean, but it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that at all, right? Right. Or people can say, yeah, this is what I'm upset about, but they don't have any idea. It is hard, yep. Words are hard. <laughs> <laughs> words are really hard. Yeah. Man, I'll, I'll figure it out at some point. I, I, I think, though, it's just like... Uh, well, we yeah, do this one a lot. I want. I kind of want to get to the bottom of it at some point. I'm interested. It'll happen at some point. I think it's just like like I have the like I've been having these ideas also like uh like true democracy is mm-hmm. actually a very very repressive system, right? Uh-huh. If we actually lived in a true democracy, I right? Agree. Like in a, just like a simple majority democracy. Oh my gosh, right? Like what? A, yeah, that's what a, scary. That's a scary idea, and I think that if most people understood like what that could mean mm-hmm. right where it's like oh 51 versus 49 well right yep like but that's the most fair thing right but then i think well when you, fair like, yeah fair to the equitable to the larger sum right right like favorable to the larger group right so i guess you have to define what's what's fair right yeah but i'm saying just one. as much as i think that you would have a lot of people react and be like wait 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 that doesn't sound like a good idea right it like we're all going to take a vote on every part of your life right and say like how we're going to function as a society what our new culture is going to be right Mm -hmm. i think people would freak out not everyone but some people would freak out and i think the people that would freak out would support this idea that we're all just individuals is what i'm saying so no i'm not i don't know what i'm saying man i'm hopeless (laughs) it's great because i love the individual thing like i feel like i'm an individualist um uh, like a fundamentalist of individualism. Mm-hmm. So I've, this is this is the whole conversation right now, really, right? I think yeah. is a big part of it is uh, what role should government play in our life, right? Because uh-huh. right now it's government and initiatives, mandates, right, that are determining. And so, what, like, it seems to me like uh, we, we need to come to a reckoning of we either start voting for all this stuff, right, or they need to say, actually, guys, the deal is like we're not a democracy, right we're not so let's just get that out of our head right well right now we're like a semi-democracy I don't in theory no no no. i mean i mean according to the rule book as it stands yeah according according to the rules well the, the written word the problem is when you can't believe the the rule book then you have much deeper problems and it actually Dude. starts to unravel where oh. knowledge and meaning come from so here it's a it's a big problem right now because like news media sources have shown themselves to be basically completely untrustworthy uh, the government has shown itself to be completely untrustworthy and even academic institutions including uh, research centers, scientific centers, things like that have shown themselves to be pretty untrustworthy. So the problem is there is probably real information coming out of them, but there isn't a good way to determine what is and isn't real or true. Isn't this what's also terrifying, though? Because I feel like they're like pushback against these ideas of like defining gender, right? Right. That's a big one right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I what I'm scared of with 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 like that or with the idea of like what tax rates should be, mm-hmm. right? uh ideas of of personal transportation who's allowed like like part of the green new deal idea right like no uh personal transportation or limited personal transport right all those ideas is that it's just we're shifting 
uh, the responsibility of who decides who should do what, and we're giving that to someone else, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And that's and and so what I'm realizing is that it's just another formation of like how we organize our society, right? Mm-hmm. And it's definitely in my mind going away from this previous notion that I thought was like American culture, you should like that, right? Mm-hmm. Of like the individual is responsible for the individual self, right? Right. So if you work hard, you receive a good reward, but it's been counterfeited because you can work hard and still not make money. Well, I don't think, I don't think it's ever as simple as if you work hard, you get a reward. I think that's... Man, I I like to think that when I was a kid. (laughs) I know, but I think, I think that's a bastardization of the the idea. Why? Because you just work hard and you make more money. But what's the value in working hard? You have to provide value for somebody else to give you value. Yeah, well, the idea of if you're working hard, it's like, like whatever you're doing, like just do a good job at it, right? And it should Mm -hmm. be recognized. Right, it doesn't should matter. Should be. So here's a problem that right there, be. right, right in there. Shoulds are are distortions. Mm. Whether things oh. should or shouldn't be, if they are not, they're not. Wait, whether things shouldn't be, they're not. Whether things not? should or should not be. Okay. Focusing on that will not help you to achieve your goals. So if people should be paying you for your hard work and they're not. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, you're not going to make any progress by focusing on whether they should or they shouldn't. And you need to figure out, if you want money, how to get people to pay you. Can we go back to the barter system? It's coming. Uh-huh. It's coming back. <laughs> um, uh, Making people pay us money. Making money fa- well, I wasn't trying to say make anybody pay you money. But... Money is evil, man. Why? Money... money Money is the greatest invention in uh, history. You don't you don't think it was like auto tune or <laughs> Okay, auto tune then money. Then money. <laughs> auto tune or maybe maybe the game of chess or I don't know. Tic tac toe is pretty good too. Okay, auto tune tic tac toe. Yeah, keep it in that order and then beer. So what what would you say money is and why do you think it's so bad? Because money is money is a Money is the man. I'm sorry. It's so weird. No, no, no. What is money? Money is not just the man. Money is the man. Money is representation. What's the man then? So the man is the system, right? But it doesn't have to be. That allows other people to take Mm -hmm. a portion of your labor anytime you're active. That's the man. You mean mean state printed money. You don't don't mean uh, a placeholder for value. Placeholder for value? Dude, no, we don't have that. No, we have a thing that they like go bloop, 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 bloop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying, right, right, right. So that's, like, that's why I'm, at, that's why I'm asking. The value, the, the, my value of my labor is fluctuated by what some other guy decides to press print or not, right? And it, maybe I'm yeah, completely wrong. Definitely. that's my really novice understanding. So it, right. I think that's a, that is a really important point. And I think that the, there's a big difference. Money does not have to be state run. Money, money by definition, money. There's nothing in the definition of money that says that it has to be state run. I think state run and manipulated money is a what very bad. I don't know of a time period that money isn't state run. Like that's the authority of the state. Like that's like. Uh, That is not. That is not the invention of money. There are cultures, (laughs) who have, who have, uh, in an anarchic way, developed systems of money that have nothing to do with a state. There's no system of taxation. There's no system of state manipulation of money. It is simply that a culture agrees. Uh, there was one culture, 
that did it with pigs. There's another culture that did it with conch shells. There's ways of saying that what we will do is we will represent value in these items so that they could be traded in exchange for a whole host of goods rather than just simple good for good. So like what we've talked about before, we're musicians. So our our service is time consuming and cumbersome. And so if we are playing music and somebody gives us tomatoes, it's actually more useful if they give us money because maybe we have enough tomatoes. Mm. And that way, that way we can use that money and we don't actually have to play music every time we need something. We can use this money to say we have generated value and now we can spread it in different areas. Mm. I don't think the concept of money as an invention is bad. I think it's actually one of the most important inventions in human history. Why? Why, why do we need money? Because you say it's more efficient? It's way more efficient. So why is that Why is that the greatest thing for mankind to be efficient? <laughs> That's a good I question. You... It's what I ask you all the time. <laughs> why, why is it good for us to be efficient? I'm not efficient. I am a very inefficient being. What are you talking about? I don't believe in efficiency. I don't think efficiency is the be-all, end-all of everything. I think what efficiency allows for is a higher quality of living. What because a that? musician, think about... What is that? Think about, think about having to play a concert every time you needed something. Yeah. That's what people do, like a 9 to 5, isn't it? What? Isn't that what a 9 to 5 job is? Like what? you have to play a gig every day. Uh-huh. But then you get money. Uh, yeah. Without your system, you'd have to go and like mow somebody's lawn and then they'd give you a chicken. And then mow somebody else's lawn and then they'd give you some tomatoes. <laughs> will, and then mow somebody I, else's lawn I, I, and I, then they I would, would bring I would bring some sheep to graze the lawn is what I would do. Right. I would bring some <laughs> I would right. a lawn. No, 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 but what I'm saying so Silly. or, or or you're a musician though, right? So if we, if we keep on the musician thing, you're going to have to go to the pharmacist and play some music for him. And if he likes it, then he'll give you some band-aids and medicine. And then you're going to Yeah, have- but I also see it, I, I it could be like that, but it could also be like I have the in, in my like in my uh in my utopia in my mind, it could also be like hey man, um I'm a musician and you don't need a concert, but like, yeah, I got a toothache dentist. Can you check this out? Yeah, no problem, man. Hey, let me know when you want me to come play your party sometime. Uh Uh-huh. I think that that's great. That's fine. But that's really inefficient. If you have to do that with every person in society, you need services. You just got to write IOUs, man. IOU. That's money. That is money. Right there. You just invented money. (laughs) I did that way quicker than whoever, whatever group you said with their culture did it. I just came up with it. I just came up with it. You see? Yeah. Dude. I, easy. Easy. Next problem. Next problem. <laughs> IOUs. Dude, isn't that what the government's doing? IOUs? No, they don't owe anybody shit. Oh, they don't, they don't have IOUs. So what's the debt ceiling? What does that mean? The debt it's ceiling. just nonsense. How high... Isn't it weird too? Think about this. Why is it a debt ceiling? Shouldn't it be a debt grave? Don't you go more into debt? Like you deeper? It should be a debt tunnel or a debt a No, because they, they're trying to... <laughs> that makes way I think sense. this is why they don't hire good, you good, to work good. at the US Oh, I government. found the debt. I found the debt. <laughs> this is why you're not, you're not doing PR work for them. Who? The government. I am the government's biggest supporter. 
What are you talking about? I love authority. Yeah, figures. but you're talking about graves and stuff. They're trying to think about things that sound really good. But it's good. debt. No, but debt. they're trying to make it sound awesome. No, maybe it is. Well, <laughs> maybe it's wait great. a minute. What convinced you that maybe it sounds, maybe it is good is I'm saying they're trying to make it sound good. And then you yeah, go, oh, yeah, I'm maybe sold. it is. I'm sold. <laughs> Give me 10. Give me 10. Oh, my God. Oh. Democracy. It's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> there there democracy, we go man. Yeah, that, that's our that's our show title probably democracy oh democracy no democracy it's a great idea it's a great idea democracy comma it's a great idea yeah it's actually not i'm i'm starting to think it's one of the worst forms of government uh-huh i'm starting to i think agree that. did we, we talked about this before yeah yeah I was on I was on the phone with with Dean the other day and mm. we were arguing about like I was like no a monarchy's good maybe we could do that with it's the not hereditary good. size it's not good it's maybe less bad though I think it's I think that morally it's cleaner it's much well it, it, right because it, it 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 frees up more people to not have the the moral burden yeah well and, and again it's like it it really places a large presumption that the individual can like act with restraint right so if you have a noble person right like a king or a queen mm-hmm. actually deciding to chop off your head you're going to hope that they are just right but if they come out to not be just then they're remembered in history as the evil king the horrible king right right they they the they queen, both the have monarch. right they have all the liability also yeah this is what's so they're cool. kind of a cultural scapegoat in a weird way dude it dude this is the thing this is why i think also like for a democracy to survive, we should do away with the presidency. Probably, we should probably get rid of it. Having for like democracy one, to survive, yeah. Why? I think for like the idea of American democracy, I think that like what is the idea of American democracy? What do you mean? Isn't it the Constitution? Yeah, and but ben uh, Franklin and George Washington. Yeah, but according to the Constitution, America is not a straight democracy. Yeah. So, well, that's what I was saying. We need to rewrite the the deal so that right? it is because a straight people, democracy. Because people, no, I understand what you're saying. It's actually more of a republic, right? Well, it's a representative republic, which is a subset of democracy. It's a subset, but it's not nearly a democracy, right? Well, it's not straight. It is is basically a democracy. It's just a democracy with different layers. Yeah, but but then why do they get to decide when they just pass a law? Why don't we get to vote on it? This is what I don't understand. Because it's a representative system. So we get to vote for the representatives who vote for the law. they don't represent you, right? Or if you have, let's say you're have a different perspective than your elected official has. Yep. They're not representing you at yep. all. Yep. So that's not representation. Yep. So it's not democracy then. What are you talking about? It's not democracy. Well, it's I don't not- understand. You keep saying democracy is bad. And why are you trying to push to make it more of a democracy? Because then, then we'll find out who the, who, who, where everyone stands, man. This is what, like, like uh, you were saying about the, the cultural <sighs> scapegoat or the accountability. Right. Right. Like, also, I used the word cultural there, and you didn't have a problem with it. I have a problem with a lot of things you say. I just can't stop every time, okay? If I stop every time... Maybe that's my problem. I stop too much. I stop you too much. Huh? Don't know. Well, I, I, actually, you know what I think is the best is the clashing, man? Oh, I just distorted my mic. Dang it. It's fine. I, I just... can't do this, man, and I'm moving around too much. Uh, Dude, what was I... Oh, wait, wait. Train, train. See run. where everybody stands? Cultural stands. Yeah, man. If we need to... Uh, this is... Oh, yes, yes, yes. I remember now. Uh, if I can make a poker comparison. What is super cool about right now, okay? 
this is what's super cool is just as like a king or a queen mm-hmm. could all of a sudden have this like a uh, brunt of of obligation like moral obligation like oh they were a good ruler or a bad right, ruler right. right they were corrupt right and it's like and if they weren't corrupt it's like this is the best person just because they were fair right mm. like, that's like fairness like a fair like king or a yep. fair queen is like seen as like the like that's the best ruler you could have they're fair with people mm-hmm. right what is so fun about right now so if we go to poker right if we think of like everyone uh poker is actually kind of like a, a form of of a restricted anarchy because you can't just mm. do whatever you want there's sets and rules right right but within that you can still uh where, where i think it is like comparative to to like full anarchy is like i can put all my chips in the middle right and basically like uh the idea is like i'm either gonna like win that money or i'm out of the game Right. Manipulation and deceit are well within the rules. You... Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. So you could be playing off of these mathematics or off of the social dynamics, right? Mm-hmm. That's what's so crazy about that game. But yeah. this is where I, I want to draw a comparison, though, to, to what's happening with the government, right? And what I see happening, dude, with the political parties, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it, you know, like, uh, what was it? Andrew Yang just left yeah. the Dems, mm-hmm. right? And then you have the progressives saying, no, no, we're digging our heels in for this larger spending package, Right like yep. there's a rift right yes and uh and everyone's favorite trumpy is coming back right like campaigning for people Maybe. and yeah, soliciting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no well i'm just saying like dude i just saw a thing of him like uh, attacking uh mcconnell mm-hmm. right and i was yeah. like whoa whoa dude like this is getting like put him up put him up put him up right and and but what i'm saying is like in essence what's happened now is because of how everything is progressing and because of the societal issues that we're still facing right or could be facing more with like our economic stuff and and how that's going to uh inflate the other problems i think of like racial tensions religious tensions all that right everything's just going to turn into a cluster i think right, right what's right. crazy though is like dude like basically like some of these leaders they've totally gone right like and, and they're going to be judged now like almost in a moral way i think from history hmm. for like this time period who you mean like fauci i think all these people and I, I think Everyone. it's going to depend on how, like, in. It, it depends on who wins, right? Who, That's like the, well, who, 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 is there anyone who you think is not all in? Yeah. No, man. I think they're all. Everyone? They're, like, I think, like, I think most of the government's like, like pushing pretty hard. Yeah. Because I'm saying if you're, if you're supporting mandates, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's messing up a lot of people's lives. Right. But I think that there are actually, it's interesting that I think there's a few key politicians who haven't been speaking a whole lot about some of these issues. Mm-hmm. And they're maintaining the ability to potentially shift if they need to. Who's that? I haven't heard Kamala Harris say anything about mandates in a long time. I haven't seen her on the news in a long time. She just did a thing with like middle schoolers. Okay. I saw I saw a thing... Uh... What I mean is I think she's, I think that there are key members in, at least I see it specifically in the Democratic Party that are not being vocal at the moment, should they need to shift. Interesting. Like a little insurance. I'm wondering if she's just hanging out waiting for for Biden to get kicked out. Maybe. Right. But so she shouldn't say anything. She shouldn't say anything polarizing because if he's successful, it's all good. And then if he gets kicked out. She can come in and kind of... No, I know, I know. Yeah. Disassociate. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm thinking we might we might see like a multiple party election, which would be kind of exciting. Yeah, I agree. I mean, It'd be exciting. De- decentralization all the way. That's my thing. 
it's just you you have to have the non-aggression pact and then you have to have enforcers uh-huh. to enforce the non-aggression uh-huh that's the problem yes like that's that's really what it is yes because yeah man dude things are gonna get saucy dude that's a good word saucy i like it It, it's dude it's gonna get sauce man (laughs) sauce it's gonna get really yeah dude i yeah because i I think everyone's doubling down man they're all like i'm all in i'm Uh all in because i'm saying you you have you have a you're gonna have to face indignation from people right like what i'm saying is like however this goes whatever however this story like concludes this chapter of it right Mm -hmm. if you're against all this stuff right and history is against you then you're the fool you're on the right. wrong side right mm-hmm. vice versa right and that's what i'm saying like this is like crazy because like people are like saying some crazy like very strong statements right yeah. very authoritative statements you know there's not there's not humility a lot of the times when i'm hearing like these clips off of the youtube right yeah. you know it's all good you got to stop the spread brother stop the spread <laughs> dude yeah it's gonna get epic, bro. Yeah, that's true. How do you feel about poster boards with a uh, with incantations on them? With incantations? Maybe it's not an incantation. That's a little too severe. Wait, what? I, I'll what just call it a blessing and a curse. I'm gonna put a blessing and a curse on the audience at our next show. You mean like let's go, Brandon? <laughs> no, that's. <laughs> uh, that's a you know funny what one. really bothers that's me. That's a Actually, hilarious really, one. It, it really hurts my feelings, though. Like, Why? Because like I'm like I like uh, cause like I dude I wanna I want everyone to respect the authority and I want Why? the authority to be just because I want it to be just mm-hmm. because I like th- and this is just my upbringing man like I want things to work out well right mm-hmm. and I want the people in charge to be making good decisions so that we can be proud of them right and so what I see is like not as much as I don't think I think these people should express themselves I completely support that it just hurts me that we're at that point where it's like like there's this much anger right uh-huh you get what i'm saying like that's not cool man that's not united anything man i agree you but, know yeah so they got to express themselves i'm just saying like like uh if we're living in this system i wish it was like functioning to its utmost you know and so it's it's kind of discouraging that it's not because what i'm saying is like when those chants happen i like dude, like, I can't say I disagree with all of it, right? They're expressing themselves right. and they have their feelings, right? And I'm all down for that, right? It's just like, that means we're in a bad spot, man. Mm, I see. And 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 if, like, uh, given the presidency is a political figurehead, mm-hmm. right? It's just a representation, right? This is where I right. like, like, they can, they can, like, sign their executive orders, they can press their agenda, right? But if the rest of the government's functioning correctly, there's a lot of, like, uh, uh, bumpers on the rails, so to speak, right? <laughs> they can only do so much, right? Yeah. So it's more just like, like I because I noticed this the the first time, like this type of like uh like just like a like venomous like like disdain, right? Because I mm-hmm. think there's other ways to like tell someone like, hey man, actually I think you're a pos dude, right? right? You don't have to like say it directly. There's other ways. There's more subtle passive ways, <laughs> right? That are just as blatant. Right, without being. Asked. Are you advocating for pa- passive aggressiveness? No, I'm. I'm. I'm advocate advocating for aggressive passiveness, not passive aggressive. Mm. Aggressive passive. Mm. Yeah, aggressively be passive. Right. Hmm. Right. So like. Interesting. You, like it's like the idea of like a sit-in. Right. You don't uh-huh. have to like go rough anyone up. 
just go sit down in the middle of the road and be like, no, I'm just going to be a pain in your butt. Because yeah. like, this is what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think there's other ways that you can still like be very vocal without. And, and so I'm saying it's like, uh, we, I don't want to live in a country where I can't say, uh, let's go Brandon. Right. I think we should be able to say that. Yeah. But I think also that we should like, I just want to be in a place where if we have this authority system, right, it should be regarded and respected to the point that even if someone disagrees or has a different political notion, they can still be like, hey, but the the person doing this job, like I have respect for them still. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Because showing disrespect to them is showing disrespect to our government is showing disrespect to uh-huh. the people that elected is yes. showing disrespect to us as a society. Uh-huh. Right. So like you see what I'm saying? And this is where right. I want to But this is like, another one of these problems with democracy is it implicates the wrong people. I think so. This is why we got to change it. Yeah. Viva la resistance. <laughs> All right. Oh All right. Gosh. So so what? I said <laughs> What? What do you want to talk about? We got two things. We didn't we what? haven't done value for value yet. Oh, what's that about? What's that about? Well, what that about, some about vegetables? You, <laughs> could be. Right. So value for value is the model we're trying to operate on as a band and as a podcast. Um, basically, if we provide value to you through our content, we ask that you respond in kind by providing value to us, which the easiest way is probably through money, which is great. I like money. Brother Nate doesn't like money. Down with the man. It's fine. I'll just keep it then. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony, can you be my, my uh, steward? Maybe I'll make you my steward. I'll just give you my coin purse. And you can invest it. Why would I do that? Because I don't want to touch the... the, the Well, I'll take it. I'm not going to manage your money that you You, don't like. I think you should. (laughs) I'm going to make you my my profit manager. Mm, That's a good idea. I see you a hustler, bro. You're going to put it to work. I know you will. (laughs) Get some crypto or something. Oh, man. My my, my crypto returns are good. Are they? Yeah. Over this last year, I'm, I'm, I'm up about 20%. Dang. it's a lot so so can people give us crypto too if they want they can all right so here we go yeah people can give us crypto so we can be up more percent <laughs> yeah right so we have a we have a bitcoin qr code we also have a venmo qr code you can donate crypto through that or dollars or actually probably other currencies too i don't know and uh, we also have a patreon that you can sign up on and if you sign up for on our patreon we have four different levels. The first level is just $3 a month, and then you can submit topics for us to discuss on the show, which our patron, Rosie Rosenquist. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Submitted last week, and we uh, <laughs> we talked for like a half an hour about <laughs> his question, so it was great. Um, yeah, so that's that's value for value. And it doesn't actually just have to be money. It can also be submitting things of value that we need. Like you could submit a new logo. You could submit a new intro. You could submit some music for us to put on our podcast. Uh, you could submit vegetables. Which I, 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 will, I, I would like an art piece. An art piece? I'd love yeah. an art piece. Like a portrait. That'd be yeah. super cool. A portrait that we could use for like liner notes or something. I'd love it. Yep. Or someone that wants to show... The struggle between different governmental like programs. Yeah, you know, like a budget meeting. Uh, can someone do a? a someone do? A, 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 I want a, a boardroom. No, mm-hmm. no, no. Like a school board. That's even better with all the CRT stuff going on right now. We need a school board. Yeah. Right. I want. I want to. And, and but maybe have Anthony with the gavel. I see him as being the. Uh, but then maybe your gavel can say like down with authority. 
So every time you hit it, like <laughs> that, that, that's squishes. good and hypocritical. I like that. Or what if it was just a clown blocker? He honk. <laughs> <laughs> that's better. That's better. Like, yeah. Listen. <laughs> Be serious. <laughs> so, uh, so this last weekend, I was on a. Uh, I was on the Cruel Philosophers podcast, oh. and uh, we talked about um, the new Kanye album and the new Drake album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, I was actually interested in your reaction to the new Kanye album, Donda. Yeah. It's, so, it's pretty wild in a lot of ways. Yeah. So I'm not the biggest like uh, listener of Kanye's right. music. Yeah, same. Really I'm not a huge to, fan to either. Before. Like he did that... Uh, that that saddest story ever told you know what i'm talking about uh, oh yeah Heartless. in the night i hear and yeah and i'm like okay yeah. cool like it's fine and that's like the last exposure i've really had and then i remember seeing like when oh, you didn't listen videos. to yeezus huh you didn't listen to yeezus no uh i, I think that's my favorite album of his. okay there, really good. like so i should probably check it all out i haven't but yeah man like is, so is this like in line with his other tunes or is this a departure Mm, like I would say their albums. It's kind of a coalescing of the last few albums because he's been okay. getting more religious and okay. uh, including like a gospel choir and organ and stuff. Right. Yeah. There's but I feel like that. it's more of a it's more of a clear statement of where he is now. Yeah. Oh, dude, there was a one. Uh, oh, dang it! Did I close my window? No. What? What? Bummer. No, because there was one that I was actually like tripping out on the lyrics a little bit. I was like, was that the one you like, were talking to me? Remote, remote control. Remote control, but there was another one. And dang it, I closed the window, didn't I? You know, you know how bad I am with computers. Like, if if we were if we were like in a survival situation <laughs> and it was reliant with like just computers in general, I would I'd be out first chapter. Like, no, no hope, no hope. No hope. Right, but if we needed someone to grow food, maybe you'd, you'd be way better than me there. Maybe I'd be in uh, trouble. Was it off the grid? I'm off the grid, grid, grid. It's for my kid, kid, kid. Wait, is that the one? No, this one was talking about uh, being on a hovercraft. Hurricane? Is it hurricane? It's not grid. No, but off the grid, I like the beat on that one like mm-hmm. a lot. Because I noticed like some of his stuff, man. I was like, dude, this is minimalist. Mm-hmm. Like it's some of them so don't even really have drums on them. They're so open. Yeah. And then there's other times I'm like, dude, that's some fat bass, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like. So what do you? How do you feel about the statement of the the album? Like, I don't know what the statement it, is. I'm trying to gather right. that. And there's there seem to be like, dude, I, like I was getting into it, or I was, and I was like, oh man, this is a. I would need to study the lyrics to actually mm. come up with any like sort of like idea of what he's getting at. Um, hurricane. Is it hurricane? Maybe. No. Dude, what's the one with the hovercraft? God breathed on this. Okay, hold on, hold on. God breathed. No, it was later than I thought. Was it Jonah? No, it wasn't Jonah. Jonah doesn't have a hover. Yeah. That's kind of a nice tune. I like that one. Actually, we uh, read the story of Jonah recently because mm-hmm. it, that's a weird one to me. Why? Oh, that one's weird. 
The rest are fine. <laughs> no problems with the rest of it. Got it. But that, it feels no, very no, different than a lot of the other Old Testament stuff. How is it different? Well, it seems very forgiveness focused. Mm, and also redemption? God's relationship yes. to Jonah is very strange. Because God does not have a wrathful relationship with Jonah. And Jonah's like, like a dickhead. Come on. Right. Jonah. But then at the end, like God kind of just like is like, all right, well, fuck off. And like doesn't associate with Jonah anymore. But he doesn't punish Jonah. There's no vengeful anything. It's just like, well, if you're going to be a dick, I'm not going to hang out with you. I got to reread that. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember taking that imp- uh, impression from it, but it, you might be, be, be very correct. Uh, Jonah got swallowed by a whale. A fish. Yeah, yeah, it had to be a whale. Do you know there's a there I, there's a, a medieval rabbi who had a had a came up with an apologetic a reasoning for how Jonah was able to live inside the fish for three oh, days. How? Uh, well, because babies uh, live like growing inside their mothers mm-hmm. can live without fresh air for nine months. Is no problem to live in a in a fish. For three days. Like you don't need fresh air. That I have a little struggle with. Well, that well, like you have a little stomach. struggle with that. <laughs> a little struggle. There's a little struggle. Right. Well, I mean, because like, look, 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 check this out. If we're going to assume that the rest of the story is true, this guy is talking to the God Almighty. Then it, once you have that type of like connection, man, what what is this temporal world? You know, oxygen? Like I'm saying, like, if you're gonna believe the story, you have to believe that it's maybe outside of those parameters if you're gonna take it as a literal idea. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I don't see where the like there's a disconnect there really. Like if you're gonna believe in supernatural ideas, mm-hmm. right? Or supernatural phenomena or god force or whatever you want to make it, right? Then that's fine. But if you want to take it literal, right, then don't go through that headache. Right? Right, because the, the, this whole to... rationale about a fetus is stupid. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's a rationale. It's Does it, like, I mean, also the fact that to make God sense. is talking to Jonah and then Jonah like sneaks away in the middle of the night, and runs away, runs away from who? I don't know. Like, was God in his house? Maybe. And like, then God had to go find him. Well, that's the same. That's like the same idea, like uh, from uh, Garden of Eden, I believe. Yeah, right, right. right where like, God doesn't know hey, where they guys, are. Guys, where'd you go? Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I uh, I picked some uh, some pomegranates for you. You know, uh, where are you at? <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm really trying to find what this tune was. Uh huh. Because I remember thinking like hovercraft. It's like uh, it's it is the one I texted you. Which one did I text you? It has remote to be. control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about hovercraft in that. Okay, that's the one. Okay. Remote control. So, oh yeah. So that one I was tripping out on because like there's like religious overtones to this for sure. Like Christian overtones. Yeah. But I'm not sure if all of it would uh, be in flow with what some evangelical circles would adopt. You know? Uh. I don't know if that matters to everyone though, but uh, what was it? Yeah. So got on a remote control. Like this idea that I can like press pause or play or fast forward or rewind. Mm -hmm. Right? Like... This is where it's funny because I want to say that it's like a comparison to uh, to predestination, mm-hmm. right? But it's also not because you're not altering the film 
with the right. remote control. You're just controlling the speed at which it plays or if it does play. Right. right. Oh, but wait. But some remote controls have an eject button. <laughs> Kanye, what type of remote is this? What are you yeah. saying, bro? It's a good what question. What are you getting at? <laughs> yeah, and then what was what's this other lyric? He got it on remote control like a CEO, feeling like the man, feeling like the man. I was in my hovercraft floating down the path. God just grabbed my hand, had a bigger plan. And so I wanted to compare this to the prodigal son, mm. right? Because the prodigal son is an interesting story to me because the guy is like, he's in a well enough to do family that he's like, give me my bread. I'm going to go party. He goes and parties, right? And I want to compare that like, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm reading into this too much, but it's a hovercraft, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's a hovercraft, dude, you're not touching the ground. You're not in reality, right? <laughs> right? Nice. Your consciousness, you never touch the ground because yeah. you're floating over it, hmm. right? You see what I'm saying? And that's the same thing of having a fluency and still being brought back into the family. You see what I'm saying? Whoa. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that he was getting after, but like, I was trying to imagine something because I'm like, why a hovercraft, man? Like, maybe he has one. He was like riding it around <laughs> his backyard. Like, I'm going to write this, this song about this hovercraft. But I don't know, man. Hovercrafts are like a weird form of transportation because you're on the ground, but you're not, you know? Yeah. And you can walk on water in a hovercraft, mm -hmm. quote unquote, right? Like, not really, you're walking, but you're floating. You're not touching the surface. Right. I don't know, man. They're weird vehicles. Or actually, maybe they are touching. Maybe they do touch water. I think so. I mean, I think it's like a floaty. It's a floaty. But on the but they're not touching, like, if they come on the beach, they're definitely off the ground, right? Well, I don't hovering? think they're floating like, like a force field. I thought they had, like, They're not like a Star Wars. Jets. Maybe. That, that probably is true. Yeah. Yeah, but I liked the, what is it, off the grid? I liked the beat better. Some of the other ones, were they were just so sparse. Yeah. They were so sparse, and it challenged my, my aesthetics quite a bit. Hmm. Because at times I was like, man, like, I don't want to be uh, too, too like, uh, dismissive mm -hmm. of it. But there was other times I'm like, it was so open. I was like, man, maybe maybe I'm in the wrong space to, like, hear all this. But like it wasn't keeping me to the same place, right? It wasn't like pulling me at all. Ah, the time yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you were so losing sparse. focus in it. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, me and too. I, and, yeah, yeah. And I felt like some of the forms, like I was like, whoa, that's cool how the how like they the, like different sections of the tune just blend into each mm -hmm. other. So it didn't have form. But again, because of like my training, mm -hmm. right? I'm I feel like I'm more prone to like, well, where is the form? There should yeah. be a structure, mm -hmm. right? So that was like fun to think like am i trying to impose that onto this because that's not what he's after probably yeah i don't, I don't know. know i mean the yeah. composition of the album was weird because it was these kind of live i think he did three or four live shows where he showed where the album was mm -hmm. in these arenas and the first okay. one had like way fewer songs and the next one had like way more songs and so he was kind of like workshopping the the album through these live shows before he even released it. Yeah. This is very strange. Huh. But yeah, that like expansive soundscape. Yeah. Well, there were there it's was like some it's there was a what was oh, man, I should have wrote notes down cuz I've been listening I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is cool because of this, this is cool because of that," right? Mm -hmm. But like the use of organ Yes. Which 24 was, was like crazy with the organ. 
So I didn't, I, I didn't get down to 24 yet. Uh, okay. at, like I, I was like halfway through, mm-hmm. um, dude, cause I'm trying to like listen to it with the lyrics. Cause I feel, I feel that, uh, lyrics, especially given the simplicity of the music, they have to be the point. Yeah, I think so. Right. Like mm-hmm. even some of the grooves, I'm like, man, you're almost losing me a little bit. Like yep. you got to give me like some subdivision to yep. like latch on to, to keep my head moving, keep me engaged. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm like, oh, this is all about the lyrics. But then you have to sit there and think like, what does he mean by that? What is that <laughs> supposed to mean? Am I missing the meaning by thinking about what the meaning is? Right. <laughs> I want a sandwich. Right. You there we go. Some food. And that's what I think. Nice. No, but, uh, uh, this one too though man which one was it was it praise god maybe it was praise god mm. uh that's a cool one but the i think i think it was that one right but the organ it, it was functioning in a bizarre way to everything i've heard because it was like just playing block chords like yeah. if it was like a piano yeah right and it wasn't using like it's like leslie function or anything mm-hmm. like and i was like like it, it was almost it was almost like a, you could say culturally offensive to me. Like <laughs> I like hearing, uh-huh. you know, I like hearing a swell or the the vibrato, the tremolo mm-hmm. increase and decrease, right? Pull the stops, and this thing was just static, like yeah, stark. I was like, I was like, this who? Like it, it's somebody who kind of knew piano who didn't actually know organ who was just playing yeah. it or something. Or like yeah, mm-hmm. or someone plugged in a MIDI pack or something. I don't know what happened, but like yeah. it, it it just like. It was funny to me because mm-hmm. it, it, it mildly offended me. That's interesting. Right? Well, because there's, there's a little bit of controversy with the album because it's kind of taken over the gospel charts. And then there's a bunch of gospel musicians who are like, this isn't, it's not gospel it's not, music. I would not classify this as gospel music at all. Mm-hmm. It has religious overtones, but isn't gospel music like, well, see, I don't know. I have to see what these people are doing and how they define themselves, I guess. Right. Well, like the, the Cruel Philosopher I was talking too yeah he uh he plays uh like gospel organ in his church okay he's an interesting guy because he doesn't read music he doesn't even know the names of chords mm-hmm. he's able to like hang and do it all by ear which is amazing That's insane it's crazy but um uh we were talking about what whether or not it was gospel music and then i was saying it didn't strike me as gospel music um and that I also didn't think that all religious music was gospel music. Mm-hmm. And then he he was in, he he thought that was interesting because it seemed like and maybe I maybe I misunderstood him, but it seemed like he was saying that he kind of thought that all religious music was at least sort of gospel music. So so you have to define is go, is it gospel because of the nature of the lyrics or what right. it's performed, or is it the style of music? Right, right? like because that's a big difference. Well, because like I got, I, I've gotten into this argument about Old Town Road too, mm-hmm. because I would, I, I said that I think that this album Donda is basically not to denigrate it, but just a hip hop album. Like everything about the form is hip hop. Mm-hmm. It's got hooks with like guest singers or like sung hooks, and then it's got rapped verses with. Uh, production underneath made of samples and mm-hmm. lots of samples yeah. midi loops and things like that right it's basically a hip-hop album just like i would say old town road is ba- it's just a hip-hop song hmm. it's not a country song at all it's not even it there's nothing about the way it's made that is even like a country song hmm. 
And I would say that Donda, it has el- it's borrowing sonic elements from hip hop. It's borrowing the the sound of a choir or the sound of an organ. But it's not using them as if they are gospel tunes. Oh, as it's- would be culturally appropriate from those <laughs> idioms. Well, I feel like hip hop kind of a, is an appropriative idiom. I, I by nature. I think that I, what does appropriative mean? Taking. What's the definition? Appropriate of means take. What's wrong? really? That's the uh-huh. definition. It means to take something. Mm-hmm. Appropriate means to take. Right to 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 make something your own. That sounds great. <laughs> Yeah. Some people, you know, soften it borrowing, but I don't think you're going to return it. It just sounds like such a bad idea, like, or a bad word, like appropriate, but mm-hmm. isn't that what we do all the time when we yeah. see something? It, it, wasn't, it wasn't always a bad word. I mean, the term appropriation is not always negative. I've never heard it in a positive. I mean, when you say cultural appropriation, you're talking about something negative, but appropriation is a term in finance. It's a term in... In academics, that is not used in a negative way. I see. Sounds like a negative word, though. Yeah, it does. The appropriators, you know, they, <laughs> like they fight the transformers, right? You know. Okay, so so what I mean is that I think hip hop is, at its at its core, uh, a form that takes things from other forms. But isn't that every? This is what I'm saying with culture: is that everything takes from everything else, right? Mm-hmm. Right, so right, right, but hip hop literally takes audio. That's what it, yeah, it's very oh, well, literal. Okay. okay, sure, 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 sure. It, like, it, it, yeah. It's it's Sample less than just plagiarism. <laughs> it, it's it's less than just being inspired by. They actually snip the audio specifically. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, but like I'm saying, like in in the classical traditions, right? Mm-hmm. There, there are there are classical traditions very similar to sampling. But I'm saying, like, that's the idea. Like, you would copy masters, you copy motives, and be like, oh, Mm -hmm. well, this is a good chord progression, this is why. And that's why we still use all that, right? But what I want to argue also is that, like, the idea that there's Italian schools of music and Mm -hmm. French schools, right? German schools, right? No, yes, maybe? I don't know. I mean, I think that that idea exists. So if that idea exists, what I want to say is that these composers knew of each other, they Uh traveled, they saw each other's music, right? Some, yeah. Right, not maybe not every piece, but like, like some of these guys traveled some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got around. They went to different places and played their music. Uh, definitely during like the Romantic era. So, so what that, I want to. I feel like that. Sorry, didn't mean to. No, go ahead. No, go. You should. What? I feel like what uh, what you're getting at is is similar to what you were getting at before, and it's I can't tell if you're saying that you think that there is absolutely no difference between German composers and Italian composers. Or that there's more blend than people like to say. One of them eats a sausage, and the other one eats a lamb sausage. Of course there's a big difference. I, I didn't know. say a big difference. I said no difference. I said, are you saying there's no difference, or that the difference is the less difference big than people make it out The difference is only as substantial as the two individuals not, uh, not agreeing with each other. So, like, Bach there and Handel no have no more relation to each other than Bach and Vivaldi. No, I don't think so. They can have different experiences and backgrounds, right? But that doesn't necessarily, like, I don't know, man. You we're, we're, we're Really? All very, we're all very complicated beings. I, I right? agree with you. I, I like, agree we're complicated, but uh, I don't know. 
I want to keep pressing you a little further. I just want to get you a little frustrated. I I've been a little close. frustrated the whole time. <laughs> and that's and this is the energy that you're wanting, isn't it? This uh. is it. So so no, but like like I'm saying, because they've all borrowed from each other. Right? I agree. So well, soon, I mean, I don't know as... all of them, but yeah. The world also wasn't as globalistic a place. It wasn't, and so like, like Bach argument, never went so, to so, Italy. What are the arguments? What are the arguments like? Uh, like French music, uh -huh. uh, uh, you can thank the French for double reeds, is what I was taught, right? Because it was the French guys that were like, no, the elbow, oh, the bassoon, no, we need these, we need these for sure. But right? double reeds are really, really old. They're yes, yes, also yes, there's double reeds as, all over the world. But as far as the con, I, I'm, I'm, I'm this, uh, this narrow the view to more yeah. like a very a smaller section of history, right? Uh -huh. for the example right so let's say just hypothetically that that's correct right it doesn't really matter or mm -hmm. not because what i'm arguing okay. is like like let's just say that that's the narrative that we accept that uh -huh. the french were the ones that said yes we need more oboe yes we need more bassoon i love it i love it i love it yeah more mm -hmm. more more the argument I'm, I'm making then is like when that became standardized for them that became a cultural idea or a fashion idea right mm -hmm. an aesthetic Yes. which then transferred and somehow somehow we went from being you know all these broken consorts right mm -hmm. into like being now like by the time we get to like classical music and the and romantic era we have a formalized orchestra yeah, i agree right? but are you and saying that there was never a time that that didn't exist never time that what that an orchestra or are you saying it, it seems like what you're saying is that because france Push double reeds and they be, became standard in the full orchestra. They were always standard in the full orchestra. Or, no, they weren't always standard. So there was, was a time where they were doing it in France and not in Spain. That's possible. But and by the so time then that someone else does it, but as soon as someone else does it, as soon as the Germans and the Italians and the English all decide, like, hey, we like this woodwind section with mm -hmm. two oboes and two bassoons. Yes. This is a good idea. As soon as they do that, Mm -hmm. then that is that section now is that a is, what i'm arguing is that a french section of a symphony orchestra or is that just a symphony orchestra so i'm saying the individual it depends it, it depends on how and why the they're whole. using it, it, it but for sure but that's not true with everything system right because everyone has access yes yeah, but just they can but they don't they still don't speak fran french in germany so that one they haven't adopted uh, yeah but they but the, well, uh, you know what's actually funny is they have different uh bassoons dude yeah like, i know like it's so funny right yep Bunch of nerds. <laughs> Bunch of nerds. <laughs> nerds. Go scrape yeah. a reed. Yeah. Go yeah. All right. Well, so we should we should tell everybody about our shows coming up. We got shows coming up. We do we have come shows. out. Yes, come out. please do. So uh, on October twenty fourth, which is a Sunday night, we're playing at Universal Bar and Grill in North Two Hollywood. sets. Two sets. Not one, but two. Six thirty and seven thirty. Two you sets. Double dose of elixir there. Oh, <laughs> double <Yeah>. dose. <laughs> and then, and then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna stream our sets uh, ahead of time too, probably the Friday or Saturday beforehand. But we'll so if you go to that. both shows, you're fully elixired, and and we will, ah, be handing out, nice. we will be handing out elixir cards at the end of the show uh, for any any places that might want that information about your personal health history. This is a good idea. I like. We, we should hand out elixir cards. We really should. Do it. Mm. We're totally going to we do make, it. Can we make it happen? Yeah. All right. It's a week and a half away. Elixir cards. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're the center for 
Never mind. I'm going to come up with the rest of... Never mind. Dang it. Editing. Editing. Well, I'm not editing this out. No, I know. I need to edit my own thought process what I'm saying. <laughs> All Golly. Right. So our next show after that is Monday, uh, November 1st at Vine in Long Beach. The LB. And we're playing with uh, Calixa that night, who is an awesome trip hop artist. Nice. It'd be very cool. And then on Tuesday, November 2nd, we're going to be playing at Bar Lubitsch in West Hollywood. That's right. Yep. West cool. Hollywood. The WeHo. <laughs> yeah. And uh, actually, I'm playing a solo show on uh, October 30th at Friends and Allies Bar uh, or Brewery. Friends and Allies Brewery in Austin, Texas. There That's going to be a rush. So I'm playing in that afternoon, and then I'm hopping on a plane to fly to L.A. that night. <laughs> To play at a church the next morning in your Belinda. <laughs> nice. With our patron, Rosie Rosenquist. There you go. Thank you, patron. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, cheers. Salute. See you all next week. All right. This is your afternoon tonic.